Welcome to West of the Midwest, a podcast where this brother and sister share our experiences in life and how we grow along the way. Join us as we dive into the mind-blowing differences between the Pacific Northwest and Midwest cultures, people, health, politics, and more. No topic is off limits here. So sit back and relax as we hit the road. Vroom, vroom. Three, two, two and a half. Action. Hello again. Welcome back to the podcast. How was your week? My week was exhausting. Mentally and emotionally. What do you do to recharge? What do I do? Kayaking, paddleboarding. That sounds nice. Chilling. We went to this uh this new well, new to us, state park, um, Kohler Andre. And it is the most beautiful white soft sand beach. We went out like, I don't know, 25 to 50 yards. It was just to our knees or waist. Okay. It's on Lake Michigan. Um, but the water was warm. I felt like we were in Florida. It was a hot day. <laughs> it was beautiful. The water's clear, like clear water. Don't tell anybody where it is. Yeah. Keep it safe. Keep it secret. <laughs> Keep it safe. <laughs> it, was, it was so amazing. Like, if I could just live there every day, like, I would just be a beach bum if I could. Like, sit on a chair in the water and just chill. It was, <laughs> I was sad to leave. I just had to work. And then we went to a baseball game, but I just, I just was so happy. I felt like, man, this could not get any better than it is right now. That's how I felt the whole time. Support. Which is great because I've been pretty frustrated all week about a lot of things going on in the world. And I tend not to be like a focuser of the negative. I, I believe in being educated and finding balance so that you can focus on solutions for your family. But with going and getting lab work done and going to a naturopath, going to my primary care doctor, and all the research that goes into that, and then with all this stuff with the new, well, not new, okay, the company Appeal, that one of the bigger names that's a part of this company is Bill Gates, but Oprah, Katy Perry, a bunch of other people. And I started doing a deep dive into this spray that they advertise as makes your fruit and vegetables last longer. Oh. Okay, well, one, if it's a, perishable food it's not meant to last a long time because the fresher the food is the less amount of time it lasts right even with like an avocado skin or a peach skin it's only going to last a certain amount of time as it should because of the properties that and nutrients that it carries and it comes fresh from a plant or a tree or whatever so i'm looking into this and it's saying okay we'll make your products last you know up to six weeks longer well, that can't be good. And they're advertising this as a plant-based-ish product. So I started really looking into, like, what are these ingredients? And What's the product they're putting on? Yes. What is the product name? It's called Appeal. A-P-E-E-L. Now, typically you'll see, you know, when you go to the store, you'll have your organic produce it's labeled and then your general 
non-organic. Well, now they have these little labels that have the sticker that says appeal on it. And it makes it like, this is a great thing. Well, found out that Costco, because they're wholesale, is not required to put these appeal labels on their products. So all of your stuff, you are buying organic, okay? So now there's, here's the loophole of the government and the FDA. Something can be organically grown the second it's off the land or towards the end portion of its growing life. It's like finished with the spray. So it's like when you buy eggs that say farm, um, grass-fed, and then it says like grain-finished. So it's not fully a grass-fed beef, right? It's grain-finished. So now you have to say, is it grass-fed, grass-finished? Now with our produce, okay, organically grown, not sprayed. But now your organically grown apples are finished with this spray. That is derived of what they say is food grade mono and diglyceride which are fatty acids from plants okay we understand that however i and I, i'm pulling up this little thing here monoglycerides are a type of fat consuming excessive amounts of food and high monoglyce ah, my brain is broken monoglycerides Glycerides. Yeah. Okay. What is that? So, monoglycerides is and can build up into the system. It's a type of fat. Okay. And so, usually, if you go to the doctor, they're like, okay, well, you don't want to have too, too many monoglycerides. You don't want to have too much of anything, right? Like, too, too many, too much red meat, not good. It's about balance. There's no science that tells us the long-term effects of having these emulsifiers, which are saturated fats, trans fats, basically what you find in baked foods and fried foods. Yeah, yeah. That are sprayed in, as a mixture on our fruits and vegetables. So diglycerides can be contaminated with lead, nickel, ash, cadmium, mercury, and arsenic. Now the FDA says as long as it's under a certain level, it's technically not traceable. And in quotes on the FDA website, it says generally recognized as safe. So when you see in quotes something that says GRAS, general, which means they don't have enough science to say what it will do to your body long-term. Now, what? all these things do is they build up in the liver and kidneys. So if your liver and kidneys are your main detoxing system in your body, and we're consistently filling it with products that we think is healthy, it's now a poison to us. You think about allergies. All of a sudden, people in the last 10, 15, 20 years are having gluten and wheat allergies. Why? Because we started spraying them. Okay, now people are going to start having all these fruit and vegetable aller allergies because what we're putting chemicals on them that our body wants to naturally reject. Because it's not good because for us. Because it's not good for us. So why 
are these big name people, Oprah, Katie, the founder of 23andMe, investing millions of dollars. Now, Bill Gates Gates first invested in 2018. Himself or his foundation? He did. did. And so it's supposed to make things last twice as long. Okay, so Rogers is the founder of CEO and the CEO of Appeal Sciences. It's a Southern-based, Southern California-based company. They do food technology, also connected to lab-grown meats. So what is in it for all of these people to be investing all of this money into a product that could make you very sick? So I just think to myself, like, if if a term is used by the government generally recognized as safe, that means there's risk immediately because there's no, they're not guaranteeing safety. And if if they're mixing this spray even with other plant-based products, well, maybe you're allergic to avocado and they're using avocado seed oil spraying it on an apple. Oh, well, that totally makes sense for allergies, but we can't have freaking peanuts in a school, but we can spray our stuff with chemicals. This is, I've, I've just been so worked up about this because now you have to do hours of research to find out where did your organic apple come from? Then they shut down the farms that don't want to be connected to this stuff. You go to your local farmer, you want to buy these apples. Oh, we can't now. All of a sudden our batch is bad or we don't have enough supply for the demand or now the ground is purchased or county lines are being pushed out. And I just want to move into a cave on the side of the mountain until everyone fuck off. (laughs) It's, It's a deep rabbit hole of just complete chaos. So this says right here on the FDA website, appeal in the FDA submission outline of the components and quantities present in the product being sprayed on food. Now here's where it gets me. Consuming the upper estimated amount of appeal, which is 218 milligrams per day from both treated fruits and vegetables, approximately 12 years would result in one milligram of mercury, one milligram of cadmium, two milligrams of lead, three milligrams of arsenic, 10 milligrams of palladium, 22.8 grams of hepatine, and 20.3 grams of ethyl acetate accumulating in your body. Over how many years? 12. 12 years? And this is just an estimate based off of loosely the information that the government's giving us. And often, like, what, an average amount of this? Yeah, of fruit or vegetables that that the average American eats. Well, this is in 60 countries, so it's only really, truly becoming made more aware here in the U.S. How long have we been eating this and didn't know? That's shocking right there. I'm not surprised that the FDA is willing to poison our people. Like... That comes as no shock. If you're shocked that your FDA is not actually trying to help us, you're probably actually living in a cave somewhere. (laughs) Or you've turned your brain off to wanting to know this information because the real question is, what can we do about it? Right? Like, knowing it is one thing. What can we do about it? 
Oh, man. Because how do you not buy food? If, like, all your food is covered, how do you not buy food? Yeah. If every food source that you have directly available is poisoned, then your choice is poison or starvation. That's not a choice. That's... People will always choose food. That's but what it, It's not a choice. Yeah. Like, the choice is you die or you die. That's your choice. Well, and there's a company, um, Epic Water Filters, did a lot of their own research. They put out, I can never say non-biased, but they're looking for the consumer health before FDA. And they say that Appeals' own patents and FDA documents indicate that the product undergoes high heat, voltage, and other forms of processing, and that there's presence of non-disclosed ingredients, and the list is astronomical. So already what we know of the ingredients is not healthy. What we do not know, I can't even imagine. And, and the Appeal website says that there is no way to completely wash it off. Once it's applied. Yeah, without destroying the fruit. Without destroying the entire fruit yeah. itself. Or at least all the skin. The outer layer. Does it, do we know if it penetrates? I would imagine you? with soft skin that, items that it could. That even water would, yeah. Well, if, it, if it has mercury and lead in it, that's going to be, Oh. that's going through anything. Because it has such small particles, it'll go right through the pores of the fruit. Yeah. Vegetable. Wow, they're really coming at us at every angle. So the hard part is people always feel like, well, what can I do? I'm just one person. You can contact your local grocery store and ask where they're getting their products from, if they have appeal on them, if they're listed as organic and they're not, it's not stated on there that appeal is a part of it or where they're getting their products. You can request that they order from other farmers. Enough people do this. The big chain grocery stores will have to make changes. Look what happened with Bud Light. Look what happened with Target. We need to stand up to our food supply Support the local farmers. Okay, so I'm out of the loop. You just said two things that I don't even understand the meaning of. Look what happened to Target. What does that mean? So Target was advertising a lot of things for their Pride Month. They had some products that were by certain celebrities that not only included some Satanism, but supporting heavily uh transgender uh minor attracted persons in the in the pride month and one of their commercials and they lost i think it was like 10 you're talking like minor attracted like pedophiles yes gross yeah so if i pull up target losses uh a pride debacle i think is what they called it there was a lot of people who stood up and said, okay, we're not supporting Target anymore because it was being just shoved down their throats. They lost $9 billion in one week. Oh, yeah. Okay. $9 billion. So what, what was the Bud Light thing? Bud Light? Now, that, that was an interesting one. Um, I'm going to pull it up here because I want to give you the right facts. And... Uh, I recently found out that Bud Light actually owns many other companies like Modella, 
and uh, I think the Sierra Nevada beer and a lot of other things. Um, so they sparked controversy in April. There was a transgender influencer who showcased personalized can of beer on social media and Bud Light promoted it. So it went into a lot of boycotts from conservatives who didn't like the partnership because basically it was saying that this is the way to go. Everybody, you know, like targeting kids is how a lot of people felt it went. So if I look this up here, they lost 20% of its volume in a week. Purchase volume, 20% yeah. down in one week. 23.9%. 23. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. And the stock dropped $4 billion. Oh, yeah. So if we can have these extreme moments, whether it's left or right, liberal, conservative, whatever, at the end of the day, every single person that I'm aware of, that I know, no matter what side of the fence you're on, wants to have healthy food available to them. That's a human right. So why not have both and all parties, no matter what it is, stand up to the system saying, we have a right to have healthy food, not sprayed with chemicals, not sprayed with these harmful pesticides and these products that's supposed to make something last longer. Appeal says, oh, we want to help there be so that there isn't as much of a food shortage and that people have access to fresh fruits and vegetables. Well, then quit requiring farmers to get rid of foods or stores to throw things away and not even have access to give stuff, not yeah, just to shelters. Causing a food shortage. Yeah. Let's start there and then continue with healthy food in all forms. But it's really just... This doesn't seem complicated. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about it. I'm like, this is not a complicated issue. It is a very black and white cut and dry people should be able to feed their kids and themselves yeah. safe non-poisoned food i mean come on we have caught how much stuff getting shipped in from overseas in our ports of just lead induced paint on toys yeah. but we're gonna feed our kids lead is that what you're telling me right now and this is willing celebrities i i do feel like when you when you reach a status of influence if you're a good human being you're going to invest in a company that you don't know what it's going to do but these are also the same people who who literally promote the covid job so I, you know that just tells you what kind of people they are even after all this research has come out even after the government just released unclassified documents that scientists from the Wuhan lab in the fall of 2019 got sick. And now they have official documents saying that it was from the lab, that our government knew this, and they continued to allow it to spread. Okay. The same people that were backing these things financially are the same people spraying our foods. They're the same people investing in lab-grown meats. So you have to ask at a restaurant now, was this meat grown in lab? KFC invested millions of dollars in lab-grown meat. Restaurants everywhere are investing. 
And it's literally in an incubator. This meat is lab grown. I, I literally just can't. It's the part that I just think people need to understand is just what you said. Healthy food is a human right. And if you're on board with allowing our human rights to be taken, then you're not on the side of the people. Well, you're against them. Like, because if you're not for the people, you are against them, right? Like, and these people that you say are promoting these products are for themselves. They're not taking the people into account. These people have their own farms, their own, like, people running the farms they're not spraying their stuff with the stuff they're selling they're eating pure organic they are. like off their own yeah. land and then shoving this down the throats of everyone else in the world and they're and they can sleep at night that's the crazy part i don't i could not sleep at night poisoning the world like i just couldn't and, and what gets me is the FDA says that lab-grown meat is safe for humans to eat. Okay, how the fuck do you know that? Where is the research? What humans did you test this on over time in lab studies and full-on scientific peer-reviewed, third-party certified? What the hell? This has been coming for a while, like... They've just been working towards this at this point. Like, it's it's all a part of like a much bigger plan to reduce the population of the Earth. Sure. Effectively, like destroying any, which is crazy. I I find it they're destroying any means in which they're going to be able to continue to be billionaires because there's not going to be any people then, and so like. But there's like four people that have all the things and everyone else is a slave. Is that their plan? And their biggest thing is, okay, we want to we wanna reduce our carbon footprint. Lab cultured meat emits between four to 25 times more carbon dioxide per kilogram than cattle beef. Really? Yes. To grow it? To grow it. So it actually is worse for the environment to grow yeah. lab meat. Really? <laughs> wow. Uh, and you don't see all the people eating meat, like, stopping eating meat, right? Like, oh, the environment, stop eating meat. Like, people are going to continue to eat meat. Like, people like to eat meat. So if they want to do it in a, bit, a better way, let's not, like, do it in a lab then? Is that... <laughs> and they advertise it as a pro, it's more sustainable. How is that more sustainable? Farming has been happening since the beginning of time. I don't care if you believe in God or the sure. Big Bang. Cain, Cain and Abel. It's, it is on both sides of belief. Farming. And now we Oh, have... yeah. Atheist or doesn't matter. You know, Muslim, Christian. Like, all of them are farming. There's not one culture on Earth that's not farming. I'm just saying, okay, if we can... So... And I know this is totally, I'm going off here, but you know, um, they finally, well, it finally came out. I'm sure this has happened before, but they were able to produce uh, full human embryos, uh, lab grown. Oh yeah, not surprising. So if we're doing this now with meats, what what is going to be unleashed on earth? What like weird concoction of monster are they going to like accidentally put together and 
with some crazy scientific god complex. And then all of a sudden they're like, oops, it got out. Nothing like the Wuhan virus, but it got out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, it's like lab-grown oh. meat. It cannot replace the nutrients in real meat. You can't get the same amino acids. You're not getting the same protein levels. You're not getting any of this stuff. So like, So the meat itself is inferior and it costs more and hurts the environment even more and they're touting these things so again this is a very simple problem people are making this more complicated than it is and they can't guarantee that lab meat is gluten-free oh so you have a gluten intolerance you have issues don't eat lab grown meat but oh that's your only option so here we are now you're extra nutrient deficient you can't afford from the farmer you can't eat what's grown in the lab. So what do you do? You, you turn to fruits and vegetables that are sprayed with chemicals. Yeah. It's a soy protein concentrate, yeast extract, canola oil, pea protein, potassium chloride, dextrose, and synthetic vitamins that your body can't even absorb. In the meat? In the meat. Oh, okay. They're just like expecting it to pass through your body and you'd be okay? Just... They're not expecting that. They're expecting it to actually hurt you. Yeah. They're like, no, no, here you go. Hmm. And this was all, this was all approved while other major things are going on. So it's like kind of in the darkness of night, things are happening. We kind of know this. If the government says, look here, you got to look elsewhere. Oh, yeah. Like what Every else? Every time. Really you know? Every time. And I'm just at a point now where... I did a lot. It affect me this week, how I felt. I felt defeated this week because I thought I'm working so hard, investing so much time and research, which you can't even get on always Google Chrome Safari because those things are blocked. So you have to figure out where to do certain research that is not being filtered and taken off. I'm just going to say it. We're China 2.0. It's where we're going. Oregon already has face recognition for entering into stores. All the doors are locked. A camera looks at you. If you have good standing, you're not a problematic person in their eyes, whatever that means, then you can enter the store. Is it the store doing that? A store is shutting people out? Really? No way. I'll pull it up. Well, it's their private property is what they're saying, right? So they're running it through their private property and like legality of refusal to do business. And they're using AI. I don't know if it's for the safety of the employees. Because hello, look at Portland. Every drug is legal. Every crackhead on the streets. Well, they did create that problem and allow it to fester as well. Well, Like... That was again. Does that go back to was that all part of the plan? It doesn't seem too far fetched. I mean, we can kind of think this stuff up in Hollywood, and then Hollywood gets you nice and numb about it. And then when it finally starts happening, you're like, What in America? So they call it instead of face recognition, they call it biometric technology. So technically, Oregon says that they passed a ban that you can't use face recognition. Well, they did not pass something that says you can't use the um, biometric technology. 
<laughs> As if it was anything different. <laughs> now, almost every store does this anyways. You go into Kohl's, you go into Macy's, you go into forever, okay? And now they have AI is a big part of this. Okay, fine, whatever. But when you start using it as a social credit system, that's when you cross the line. That's when it's a problem. But then as a local store owner, if you're like a convenience store owner and you are at higher risk for getting shot or robbed, I can see how the big government could use this to your to leverage you for safety. If we can keep you safe and we have a big database of people. Now, this will recognize if this is somebody that has a warrant, has been in jail for a violent crime, they don't enter your store. If if you're a small business owner, family-run low business, I could see how that would seem appealing. But then where does it stop? It doesn't. Nope, it sure doesn't. It stops in the woods, in the mountains, and in the middle of the cave. like. Because that's how far you'd have to get away from it when you're looking at these like 15 minute cities or whatever those minute cities you've yeah. seen those where oh sure they're trying to really literally lock down into Everything. what i consider literal ghettos yeah that are set up to enslave people and they at the time will be touted as convenient secure safe anytime i hear safe i ask myself what level of freedom do you have to give up to get that word to mean something to you until all of a sudden your safety is your prison? Well, you have to think about it this way. So those buildings are average 15 to 40 stories high, right? There is no infrastructure set up for that many cars. So for however many renters or owners of these condos, so people go, oh, everything's so close. I don't need my car. I can walk to almost everywhere I need to go within 15 minutes. That's what the 15-minute city is. And these buildings are cafes, mini grocery stores, gyms, chiropractor offices, everything. You get scanned in either by card or fingerprint or facial recognition. All iris scans, yeah. So then what happens when the whole system shuts down and you're locked in? China. China, China, China. Yeah, it's, yeah, 1984 all. Fire happens, building shuts down, you can't get out. There's another pandemic, they have all the access, they lock you they in. Lock you. you try to go purchase food and you're on their naughty list. You're not allowed to buy food at this cafe. In fact, they just sent the security after you, you better run. <laughs> this is a problem. Yeah, that's, that's not good. And at this point, we're coming at it barrel in full force in certain areas, parts of this country. And how can you be? I'm sure we'll get people that message in like this part is misinformation. This part is not correct. Okay, you tell me where anywhere there is full access to all information for any of these companies, any of the 15 minute cities, any of the lab grown meat, anything for appeal, and then we can have a talk. But until then. It's my right as a U.S. citizen to feel a type of way about the lack of information that's being given to us as a consumer. Well, and even as citizens, it's our responsibility to know our rights and defend our rights. And if we don't, we don't have them. 
And the judge every day of the week will tell you that. I, I would rather die defending that for my family than sit and be scared and go, well, this is just the way the world is. I'll just have to adapt. Accept it. Just roll over. Yeah, that's the other option. Like, no, that's not an option. We're here. Our families are here. We're going to fight for their safety and their health and their well-being mm-hmm. and their ability to continue to have the opportunity to even be happy in this country like that is they are born into that right and then why would we let people take that away like, it doesn't make sense and that's just what's happening it's it's overwhelming the coasts are very much barreling full force into this plan like they're with no stops or speed bumps along the way well, and here's the thing is these are this has been going on for years. It is, if we're only finding out about certain things now, and it started what we know of 10 years ago, what is coming down the pipeline? Oh, that was that's being planned now for 10 years from yeah. now, even. Yeah. In those, yeah, that's. Like Bill Gates owning the, he is the single largest owner of farmland in the U.S. Yep. Oh, that's concerning for sure. Why would any one person own that much land regardless of who they are? And then what is the plan in that? Is it to scorch it? Is it to no longer have it available? Is it to take it off the market, cause these shortages and force people into more products that are sprayed? You know, I mean, they're already paying farmers to destroy crops. Oh, yeah. Here, too. It's yeah. In Wisconsin, especially you were telling me about that. It's. Burn, yeah, just churn and burn them and be done with them. And here's your money. And it's it's you make more to till them under than you do to sell them on the market. Did you listen to the Joe Rogan and um, RFK? Was, RFK. Um, not RFK. Um, am I blanking on Kennedy's first name? The younger one. Oh. Um, yeah, Robert. Robert. Yeah. I'm going to order his book. Well, he has a couple books out. Robert Kennedy does. Okay. Um, Joe he, Rogan interviewed him. He did. And he's Rogan. he's been on a lot of podcasts recently. But he talks about a lot of things that happened when in the companies he's been involved in. He went to school for, he has a few, quite a few different degrees when it comes to like water, marine, um, chemicals, mercury, all this sort of thing. And his, the podcast specifically with Joe Rogan pissed off a lot of people to the point where, you know, death threats are happening. Nobody's suing him because you can't sue somebody whose facts are correct. Nobody has filed a lawsuit against Robert. Because he's not actually defacing or trying to come against someone like without facts or he has all the facts. Oh my gosh. But people are coming out saying that there is all this massive misinformation. So Joe Rogan, um, Andrew Tate, all these people have come together saying anybody who wants to sit down for an undetermined amount of time and try and debunk what Robert Kennedy is saying. I will put in, well, Joe Rogan said 150000 or 100000 to whatever charity of your choice. Then Andrew Tate came in and like six other people. So now it's up to a million dollars. 
Oh, they all are. They're all saying, hey, if you are so certain that what he's saying is wrong, we will pay you to sit in front of him and have this conversation and prove that that he's wrong. Nobody has happy come to, to the donate. Table. Nope. Yep. Nobody's come to the table. Okay. What does that say? That their attack is not going to be a frontal attack. No, it's going to be he, he committed suicide and he was murdered, really, is what it was. Well, and they're trying to deface uh, him in the public eye or essentially spam him out of the public eye, right? To Or create so much noise elsewhere that pulls him out of the public eye. I, I don't know this for certain, but did you hear, is he running for president? Oh, I'm not up on politics at all. I have unplugged from the news recently. Like, I have been really because of all of the negativity that I have experienced in the news. I went the other direction and just completely disconnected from it. I'm not saying that was the right thing to do yeah. at the time for my health, though. I think it was because. Because, like, none of what was coming from it was really bringing me any joy but you gave me some really good action plans call my grocer i'm going to call my representative my state rep at the state level and then i'm going to call my rep at the fed level and just go just tell them hey this is what i think this isn't okay telling everybody i know you know that that what's happening here is in the simplest terms wrong <laughs> Do you have, do you, have you met any farmers in your area? Local farmers? We go to the farmer's market and we've met farmers there. I'd be curious to ask some of the farmers what they think about appeal. That would be interesting to walk through. We should, we should walk down there and just ask them questions. Hey, will you give us your direct opinion on this single issue that we're looking at? Yeah. yeah. See exactly what their thoughts are. I have a farmer's market Wednesday. Uh, I think I'm going to ask some of our farmers so I can just do a little bit of, a little bit of digging and then, and then we should do that together because that's who we need to be talking to. Yeah. Our local farmers and asking them, like, what do you need from us as your community to help keep you in business and to fight this? Because they're the ones on the front line, really. I'm very passionate about this. I mean, and many other things with our food. It's, I, I almost, the last two weeks, I don't eat out anything. Like before we'd like, okay, go have a salad, get this, get that. Now I ask questions. Okay. Oh, the salmon on the menu. People think that's healthy. Okay. Well, where's your salmon from? Oh, a uh, farm. Well, do you know that they dye the salmon because farmed salmon comes out gray? Right. Yeah, like a whitish grayish. I I'm at a point where I feel like I can't even support a local restaurant. Where is your stuff from? It's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, but that is the answer, right? Like, get involved. Like, go out, educate our people. Like the fact that we have to educate the people serving us the food that they're serving us tells you how big the problem is. It is huge. But we're in a place in, the, I think, this part of the country where people are really wanting to know that stuff. And they're receptive to the knowledge of it. 
And then if we can just say, hey, let's band together and do these three things. Let's contact your local grocer, whoever you eat, and buy your food from regularly. Because a lot of people have the same spot they eat at, right? It's their favorite spot. They go up and ask. If everybody asks their favorite spot, that's all the spots. Like, yeah. And then all the spots are like, wait, what? All of the people are asking. This is everybody's going to start going. There's a problem we all have to fix together. It's going to be. Both, like you say, both sides of the, both wings to the same bird are going to get on the same flight path here and, and really help people. Yeah, it's, I think it's important. Whether you have kids or it's for yourself, you really have to think about if you make the choice to put the poison in your body because that's fine, like drinking alcohol, that is poison. You know that though. Smoking cigarettes, it says it causes cancer. You are aware and you know that you're making the choice. Problem comes when you don't have the choice. That is the problem. When they, you take away choice and your choice is death or death, that's your lack of choice. Literally, lack of choice. So, Yeah, we want to hear from our listeners about this. How do you feel about this? Is this something you're passionate about? Is this something you support? We want to have meaningful conversation about this. This is it's not just a us problem. This is a you problem. Yeah, I think collectively we can have a a discussion on either side of the fence. You know, if you feel like you have information that is pro appeal, pro these sprays, I want to hear about it. Oh, yeah. If you're all about killing all the bees or if you're fine with them spraying your wheat with Roundup, like... I would like to hear some, I do, I want to hear some of the arguments, like, because it's valid. We need to listen to people, regardless of which direction they're coming from, because I think that's really how you understand people better. We chose this year, we weren't spraying for bugs outside. At your house, yeah. And I sat outside and I got quite a few bites and I thought, Oh man, I'm so tempted to just call the company and say, just spray. I, I just can't handle this. But at what cost? Long term and short term for my health, for the bees, for animals, for my dog, for my kids. Is this doing, what is it doing? And I thought for a majority of people, the quick, okay, I'll just do it this time. Well, it just becomes easier every time. So I just, yep, that's where we're at. I know that a lot of people feel this this same way where you're just overwhelmed and frustrated and then you just have to go on with your day and then it happens again the next week or a couple weeks later. So let's figure out how we can support one another and come together as a community of human beings and figure this out. Who either they themselves need food or their kids need food. Well, that's kind of what I was saying at the very beginning. I, I, I sidetracked a bit that if people can get so worked up over an advertisement that it cost a company to lose that much money. Why are we not doing this when it comes to our food? Right. Okay. You don't like something that a store is representing just same. Don't buy that. Well, with food, that's a little different. That's what keeps you alive. Way different. Yeah. Cause you Clothing items make that shit i don't care go to the goodwill go to a different store but why are we not getting the same uprise about our food it's time for a revolution and time for war
type, yeah. Not our food. Because they're coming after your kids at that point. It is war. This is war. They're, they're silently killing us. So now we need to rise up. Hope you enjoyed the ride. Glad we didn't crash. If you have any feedback or ideas for future episodes, we'd love to hear from you on our social media. Please leave us a review on Spotify or wherever you podcast. 